0: I'm Julie. Welcome to Mom Made Plans Podcast, where we talk about simple ways to make your days feel easier and more productive. We get there through the ultimate life hack of self-awareness plus intentional living. It's an empowering journey, but don't worry. I keep you humble by remembering God is in control. And I have such a great episode for you today on decluttering your kid's room, the kid's stuff. Like this is the source of so much frustration and anxiety and it always just feels like the kids stuff is taking over our house. So we are going to talk about the magic of categories and how to utilize that method in making decluttering your kids room easy and even fun. I know it sounds impossible but it's totally happening so let's get into it. Okay, on today's decluttering episode, we are tackling the kids' stuff. We are headed to the kids' room, um, and/or playroom, whatever uh, matches what you have in your home. So, um, the first thing we're going to talk about is the debate of: Do you have your kids involved in this process or not? And it's really going to depend on you and your and your kids and what you want to do, but. I'm actually going to say yes to have them involved for at least parts of it. Um, It's, it's really surprising what they're willing to let go of, like what you think, like, oh, I have to keep this. And then if you let them in and part of the process, they're like, no, that can go. And you're like, really? But you have to like, keep your mouth shut because you're like, oh, okay, if they want it to go like, great. Um, Unless this is some like, super amazing sentimental item or something that you need to keep elsewhere or something. Um, But anyway, it can be really eye-opening that they're willing to let go of more than you think and that they're more willing to work through this process and you're going to have to tweak it and adjust it based on age. Um, Obviously, like the conversation you're having with a a one-year-old versus a five-year-old is going to be very different. Um, but you can still have them involved of like sitting two things out, which one do you like better? And they can point. Um, and obviously the older they are, the more conversation you can have. Um, but still like keep it very to the point and not inserting a lot of emotion into this being like, Oh, which one of these things do you want? Like, oh, remember, like, grandma got you this. And, oh, your friend gave you that at that birthday party. Like, we we don't need that. We don't need that energy (laughs) coming into it because then it feels like, oh, I can't let go of anything because this person gave this to me and this person gave that to me. Like, we don't need to insert that vibe into the space um, because it's only going to create more, uh, like, anxiety and the need to keep everything. So try to watch what you say, um, we're keeping this neutral. These are things in your home that are taking space in your home. Like what, what gets played with and is valued and what goes away, regardless of who gave it or what the price tag associated with the item is. So this is like your mental prep work that you need to do before you enter into this, like to be willing to be in that headspace. Cause sometimes we're, we're the ones that are more attached to certain things and we need to be willing to remember what's the whole point here. The whole point is to not be picking up so many toys all day long cause there's just too much and not being overwhelmed and being stepped on things and that your kids will actually play with things more when there's less, like when it's all overwhelming and stuff everywhere, they're less likely to go pick up things and play with it. Or it's just kind of the same most accessible items or they're bored faster because it's just too, too overwhelming to like find the things that they might want and they've forgotten about stuff that's there. So just remember, remember the goals, remember the strategy. We're trying to keep emotion out of it as much as possible um, and what makes sense. So that's our little pep talk (laughs) before we, before we walk into the room to start this. So, okay, we've decided, we're going to start, we're going to get our kids involved and see what happens. So you can, um, if there are a few things that you're like, nope, no matter what, these, these have to stay like a couple of hand, handful of items that you want to pull out, or maybe they are like, oh my gosh, these things have to go. Um, either way, like you can pull those out, put them in a box store them somewhere else for a while, like give it a few weeks and make sure there's no like panic requests for these items. Like they cannot go to sleep without this thing that you have taken away. Um, we don't want to, um, create that. And I feel like it's a good point. And I think I heard this from, um, Ali Kazaza with, um, declutter like a mother. She has that book and just the idea of, this can really be triggering knowing like, oh, I left for school and I came back and someone came into my space with my things and took things out. Like when you put it in that perspective, that doesn't feel very good. Like it doesn't feel like a safe place and you're more likely to hoard things or hide things because you don't know if someone's going to come through, if your parent's going to come through and just like take things away. That's a little nerve wracking. So that was an eye-opening kind of point of view that I respect and appreciate that insight. Um so just just a little tidbit there to think about. Um cuz usually our approach is like bye, get on the school bus, see you later. Let me run in your room and like take all the things out that I don't want in there anymore. And I feel like there's a little time and place for some of this. Um depending on age, but just be careful of that that approach. So, um Beyond that, let's go ahead with like, we're in the room, bringing the kids in. Let's define why we're doing this. Remind them why we're doing this. Like, Hey, it's really, it's really hard to play in your room because there's kind of stuff everywhere and it's all mixed together and it's, it's hard to find our toys, right? Like you want to help them see why it's important. Like we're not just coming in to get rid of stuff for no reason. Like help them just a few, like this doesn't need to be a long drawn out novel, just a few statements of like, Hey, this is why we're doing this. Like the goal is to make this easier. So when we're trying to make choices, like remember like what you play with all the time and, and what'll make your room feel happy and make it easier for you to play. And so we kind of go through that little pep talk with them as well. And then you're going to start, it's going to feel overwhelming just looking at everything and being like, what, like, what do I even pick up first? Like, uh, this is so overwhelming. And you like start to freeze and you're like, uh, so the whole theme here in general of decluttering, but specifically in the kid's room, the magic is categorizing. This is going to make things so much easier and be way more enlightening and helpful, especially for a kid's mind. So what you're going to do is depending on the time you've committed, the age of your kids, how you're going to approach this room, you need to decide, is it, have you chosen the time method of like, Hey, we're going to spend 30 minutes or are you doing like one section, like these, these particular toy bins or whatever, you need to choose what you're tackling. Um, or if you're like, maybe they're a little older and you are just going all out and doing this whole room. So pick like a few bins or whatever. Um, if that works, just depending on the space, but the goal will be to say like, okay, we're starting and we're going to go on a treasure hunt for Barbie dolls or a treasure hunt for cars. And so you're going to go through the room and this would be more of a full room approach, but it could also be in the bins. Um, go through the whole room and find all the Barbies that you can find and put them in a pile over here. And this is more fun for them. And you're all just working together. You're not just still like you're going to work with them and you're all looking for the Barbies and you put them in a pile and it's going to be very eye opening for all of you of how many Barbies you actually find. Like it's probably going to be way more than you even realize and that they realize. And so you take a second, and you look at this pile and you're like, wow, that's, that's a lot of Barbies guys. Like, I don't think we can play with that many Barbies at one time. Can we? And so like you start out and be like, okay, let's pick, here's your pile of Barbies. Like we found them all. What are like the two to three Barbies that are your most favorite Like, what do you love to play with all the time? So you have them look through and find these like top couple favorites. So like the first action is keep, not take. This is, I think, really helpful that the first step is they get to keep and not have things taken away. That's gonna feel good. Let's start with that good feeling. So we're picking what they get to keep they're going to keep more. Don't worry. I'm not that intense, but like, let's start with just those couple, um, two to three. So all the kids, whoever's toys they are, whoever's involved, like, let's pick those couple favorites. And then you're going to see what's left. And you're going to be like, okay, with what we have here, like some of these are like missing an arm or their hair is chopped off or they are looking rough. Are there any that just like, don't look really good that you don't really play with ever? Let's pull those out. So you take a second to pull all the just like messed up (laughs) Barbies out of this pile. Um, And so they are gone into a separate box, like to the side, and then you have what's left. And so you're like, okay, how many do we really play with at a time? Like this feels like more than you could ever play with. And we want to share these with other kids who can have a chance to have a Barbie and play too. So let's think about like, I don't know, do you play with maybe like 10 total, like, let's pick eight more Barbies that you want to keep. And like, they're involved in this conversation a little bit. And like, if you've got five bathing suit Barbies, do you really play with five bathing suit Barbies at one time? Maybe we only need two, or even three. And that continuing that category theme, it's easy. It's way easier to be like, all right, out of these five bathing suit Barbies, yeah, you're right. I only I only play with two at a time. That makes sense. Then 20 Barbies and being like, you don't play with all these. Like I need you to take away 10. It's easier to wrap our brains around categories. So like the fancy Barbies, the bathing suit Barbies, the like everyday, like, I don't know, (laughs) whatever they are. And so the same thing with cars, like cars with like missing wheels go and like which ones do we play with most and oh these are like the wind up ones these are more of like a baby toy you've kind of outgrown that kind like these are the the things we're thinking through as we're going through each category of toy so this just feels a lot easier cuz you're not addressing the whole room at one time we've done this little treasure hunt for one category of toy and we're working through it and then you see the left what's left. And you're like, okay, this is a manageable amount. Like these are ones you can actually play with and like their clothes and all the things. So you just go through the room, like one category at a time. And it just feels very doable. It goes faster. Like you see progress quickly and the kids can last longer. Then they get to go for another treasure hunt, to find all the stuffed animals or whatever that may be. And it just helps, (laughs) it helps them like find everything and you get to sort through. But this general process of categorizing the room by type of toy, and then you end up with all of your boxes or bins of like whatever is being kept that then you can go through an organization process that fits. But right now we're going to focus on just getting rid of the excess. Like we're not going to think about what kind of storage things you need and organization system you need until we get rid of all the access. Because then you're going to have a better idea of what's left, what fits where, and what things do they need to access quickly. And that's when we go through like the fun part of organizing. Um, So first, before you start, like, say you organize like a third of the room, and you're like, okay, I need to buy things and bins and all of that. Just just hold off, like get through the whole room first and then, and then figure out what's really going to work. Cause you don't want to waste money on certain things. And then it's like, ah, these aren't really big enough, or these are too big, or this is just like not the right fit for the space. They actually play with this over on this side or whatever. So just kind of hold off on the fun, the fun organization purchases until you get through all of the things. And This kind of strategy is just more fun and like I said, it's just bite-sized chunks that feel more doable and you can get through things and remind them that we are gonna bless some other people that get to play with these toys. Um just having that conversation throughout when things start to get a little rough, like putting them those reminders of why we're doing this and who we're potentially helping as well. So that is your strategy for the kids room and it just makes it really easy. And so, okay, you've gone through the whole room and then maybe you go through that fun organization process, see what fits kind of live with it for a while and what works. But the, I'm going to include the second step of this. This is for your whole home, but in the kids room, like, okay, we've done the decluttering. Things are so much better. This is great. Like it's easier to pick up. It goes so fast. How do we maintain this so you don't end up in the same situation again? Hopefully you can't literally because you won't have as much stuff, but this is kids. New things are always coming in. Um, So to keep that in mind that you are occasionally going through um, like, hey, let's go through and just just ask them. Be like, hey, is there anything you don't play with anymore? Like maybe once every month or a couple months, just simply asking and they may say no or They may be like, yeah, I'd like to share this with another kid. I don't play with it anymore. And you're like, great. Whether it's one one thing or 10 things, like it's still a great practice and um, just kind of mode to be in that we're always aware of how much we have and what we're not using. Um, So just to kind of keep this conversation going on a semi-regular basis. And then just in that organization process, um, containing things. So categorizing and containing is just really key. So the things aren't just everywhere, spread out, even if they're a mix of things in a bin, at least it's contained in that. And so keeping a bin in like the living room or the playroom in their room, whatever, where throughout the day as they are playing, when they're finished playing with something, put it in the bin. Or like, as you're walking through the room, Like pick it up and toss it in the bin. So at least throughout the day, it's getting put in a bin and not just continuing to accumulate on the floor and stress you out and step on and break things and all of that fun. (laughs) Um, So just the simple act of having a bin and getting into the habit of kind of tossing things in the bin. And then at the end of the day, we take the bin to the room and put things away where they belong. And if the bin fills up before the end of the day, then you, everyone needs to deal with it then. Um, But it keeps the floor clear and less clutter, that visual clutter that just adds to the anxiety and stress of our day. Just taking that component away just helps so much. So this is just a little process of this whole bin idea and doing the pickup um, at the end of the day or whatever point of the day and putting things away. And, and, again, depending on their age, you're going to be more involved in this. Um, obviously when you've got toddlers versus older kids, um, but just to keep this practice up. So things don't get to an overwhelming state. Um, and along with this is the five minute pickup. This has been huge in our house and it's not something I'm always consistent with. My kids are older, almost eight, they still make messes, but not quite to the level of, younger kids. Um, but it's great if they have pulled out a lot, like you just instill this routine, like kids respond really well to routines. So it just becomes a part of the nightly routine. Maybe it's after dinner, maybe it's right before bed, kind of built into that, um, nighttime routine that it's like, okay, five minute pickup, whether it's always five minutes, it's going to depend on how much of a mess, but calling it five minute pickup just feels good. (laughs) Um, so it's just like, okay, everyone on board, Let's look at it. Sometimes I will, like if there's stuff all in the living room, again, to that category piece, I will just kind of group things quickly in little piles by category of like, oh, this is um, my daughter's room. This goes to my son's room. Or here's all the superheroes. Like you just kind of categorize it. And it makes it that easy for them to pick up all of one category that's most likely going to be put away in the same spot. So that's a great practice to help them not just dump it in the room to be like, okay, here's all your stuffed animals. Go put that in your stuffed animal bin. Like here's all the music toys. Go put that in the music bin. Like it just helps. And it's a great learning tool of how to take, tackle a project that feels like too much and overwhelming and make it more doable for everyone. So five minute pickup, just a nightly routine where everyone, and this can be for your stuff too. Like the kids do theirs and you do yours, like cleaning off the dining room table, like, you can make this whatever fits for you um so just kind of going through this nightly routine, a five minute pickup, utilizing the categories if that's helpful and this just helps you maintain like you've done all this work of decluttering. Let's keep it up. like when you have that moment of like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. like things are more easily kept up like their room isn't a complete disaster zone all the time. like my house feels better, the toys aren't out of control like, remember this feeling. We want to keep up on it. Is it going to be perfect? No. You have kids in your home. You're living in your home. Like it's not going to be pristine all the time. But it makes it easier to maintain. It's easier to pick up like when there is a mess. It's not as like crazy overwhelming like shutdown mode like can't deal with it. So that's your strategy. The magic of categorizing things and working with your kids through their stuff and just taking your home back and not letting all the toys and kid things like take over all the time so dive into this like do that pep talk with yourself the pep talk with your kids to be like have those expectations and work through this and I'm just really excited for you to just get your home back get some sanity back and some time back like all the things. So yeah, dive in. If you have questions or like hurdles that you're struggling with, you come up with a block, you don't know what to do. Send me a message on Instagram or shoot me an email and I'd be happy to help just kind of troubleshoot through an area. So please, like this, is we're here. I feel like we're here together having this conversation. So it's all about you guys. Like definitely don't be afraid to reach out and ask. I would love to just give some tips and hopefully help you work through that. So, um, yeah reach out. And I hope this is helpful for you and your friends. Like, don't forget to share this episode with your friends just to help everyone, like just tackle, you guys can encourage each other to get through this process, like pick a day and, and you kind of go at it together. So whatever helps. Um, let's just, let's just do it. Don't overthink it. Let's just start. Thanks for hanging out with me today. If you found anything Helpful or challenging or inspiring, you got some new ideas, take a minute and share it with a friend. Like, help your friends have easier, less stressful lives. And so, send them a text or share it on social and tag me so I know what's helping you. If you haven't left a review yet, there is no like button for podcasts. Reviews mean everything. So, take a minute and leave me a quick review, and I would so appreciate it. Alright, now let's go check some boxes.